All right, good day to everybody. Rob Mazak here. Some of you know who I am, some don't. However, uh, for those that don't, I am a psychic medium with a lot of different services that are really interesting, fun, uh, enlightening, if you will. And it's not really the subject of today or subjects of today. However, I will. it does segue into the fact that once you've been offered to see things, see the world, see outside of yourself with those quote-unquote spiritual glasses. You can't take them off again. It, it's very difficult to, to not see things much differently than is portrayed, if you will, in our reality. And so I have been watching lots and lots of different news channels and not for the purposes of doing anything about what's happening, but to, just to be informed and to, like I would like to say, not be the last one to know when something shows up or happens. Being aware of it, I think, is is a better way to prepare for what might be coming. So, and and I also don't think that we can necessarily change the outcome of many things. It would take concerted effort and agreement amongst a large part of our population of what eight billion or so I think something like that but I find it difficult for even a couple people to agree so I, I doubt that we can align anything strong enough to really change anything but you know on the other side there are examples of one person changing the world or like Martin Luther King, for example, um, you know, still today, his impacts are felt. So I'm not saying it can't be done. But for me, I, I don't look at this as something I'm trying to fight. Because I also believe that what you fight, you become. You know, fighting against war doesn't make you any better than anybody else, right? So anyway, that's just my feeling. And anything I talk about today is not really too quote the things I'm saying are truthful or false it's just my opinion and how I am viewing them and some things that just seem to create patterns and make my eyebrows raise if you will so uh, I'm going to kind of bounce around a little bit but some of the things that have been popping up uh, a lot more recently are the or it seems that in the political realm that a lot of the people that are leaders of our country, leaders of uh, states, politicians, congressional people, and all the above, you know, people in political positions of power, if you will. And it, one of the things I've noticed over many of or over the last several years is that it appears that when a party or a body of or an organization is not comfortable with the leader that's in place or anybody who is running to replace that leader if it's not aligned or they're not aligned any longer or aligned to come into their position 
It's like they fabricate stories. That's my opinion. They, it, it feels like they're fabricating stories to get these people to quit or to find ways to remove them from power. And it, it, it is really interesting because I'm watching, for example, the issues with the classified documents that they're finding, quote-unquote, finding in President Biden's homes or former homes and offices and all these kind of things. And it just seems very strange to me that those kind of things are being brought up. I'm not saying that's not that they're not really finding them, but it just seems kind of convenient when when it appears that President Biden is, for lack of a better word, failing at his lead singer position, if you will, and not really staying along party lines, if you will. And, I mean, it's just how I'm seeing it, you know, and, and granted, the guy is in his 80s, I think, you know, so, you know, him him managing a job like that is quite impressive, if you ask me. However, the way I look at presidents or any large-scale leaders is that they, to me, they simply kind of represent the lead singer of a band. They don't write the music. They don't play the music. Their only job is to be the face of the band and to recite the script that's been written. And, you know, they don't play the guitar, they don't play the... I mean, some do, but you get my point. The The main role of a lead singer is to bring the message and be the face of the band. And in this case, many leaders, I feel, are the same. I feel like much of their stuff is, is written for them. It's scripted. And when they don't go along with it, it appears that they find ways to try to remove them or to discredit them. Uh, I remember when President Trump came in, he was, you know, uh, very, very gung-ho and he was doing a lot of interesting things. And then it, it was an instance where I think he he ordered or there was a the mother of all bombs, I guess it's called, the Moab that was dropped in... I want to say it's Iraq or Iran, somewhere over there in the Middle East. And I remember him standing up there and giving us the speech about it. And you could tell, at least I could tell, that he was completely not in alignment with what he was saying. And it was almost like he was being forced to say it. Anyway, just my opinion. Uh, and, you know, they're also finding documents in former Vice President Pence's homes and I don't know. It just seems to me like they're really pulling out the stops to to find a way to either keep President Biden from running again, which I think he has mentioned that, and or remove him from office sooner than his term. Now, I don't know how it's going to go. I guess we'll all see. Uh, anyway, once again, I just want to reiterate, these are my opinions and how I'm seeing it. So everybody has their own way of looking at things, and I'm not saying these are true, uh, but and the other thing is I'm, I'm watching other key positions being uh, changed with different people, for example, I know it was time for the Speaker of the House to be voted on, 
But I don't know if you guys caught any of that. I think it was C-SPAN that was covering it. The uh, elections for the new Speaker of the House. Oh my gosh. It was it was like watching a soap opera. And the current Speaker of the House now is Kevin McCarthy, I believe, right? Yeah. And, um, yes, Kevin McCarthy. And, uh, and it seemed like even though it took like 12 rounds or something like that, in my opinion, it was an inevitable that it was going to happen. It was almost like everybody was being forced to uh, eventually vote that way. You know, I, I, I kind of, I kind of looked at that as he was being selected, not elected, and it was just a process to make us feel like we, or the, the votes of the Democratic Congressional, Democratic and Republican. Congress had a vote. Uh, I don't know. In some ways, I think if if uh, a vote for a leader of any kind mattered, I doubt that they would actually let us do it. But anyway, that's just me. Uh, and you know, and what I find um, even more interesting with that is is leading up to that. You know, I guess it was a couple months ago. It there was. Uh, some type of attack at Nancy Pelosi's home on her husband, which to me, that whole story looked very suspicious. I'm not saying it didn't happen, but I, I'm not really sure why that was even publicized. Well, I guess it should be publicized, but it's almost like to me, the impression I got was that she was getting a warning message that it was time for her to go away. And, you know, of course, inevitably it did happen, but I'm not sure if that had anything to do with it. But to me, it kind of it's kind of like connecting the dots and it seemed like that was part of the plan. But I'm also watching other key leaders around the world being um, either they're volunteering, quote unquote, to step down or they're being removed and replaced as if, you know, the. The, the, the right types of leaders need to be in place for the overall global plan, uh, whatever that may be. I mean, there's a lot of uh, conspiracies or theories about that, but uh, it's neither here nor there. But uh, just so like the uh, New Zealand prime minister who stepped down, I mean, I just can't help but feel that she was forced to step down. It was either, you know, their their way or the highway, and I think either she was tired of playing the game, or they were tired of of um, the way she was running the party lines, and and they put somebody else in there. And it's interesting. I saw one of the first messages of the new prime minister that was in place. I don't know if it's a permanent one or a temporary one waiting on a vote. But anyway, uh, his his initial thrust was. Basically, a nice way of saying everybody will get the COVID-19 vaccination. And, you know, that that seems to be his agenda. And so I don't know. I don't know where that's going. It would be something to really watch for. And there also has been a lot of interesting um, things coming out of the World Economic Forum. You know, if you have the opportunity to kind of look at some of them clips that are being put out, you might want to pay attention because they are they are seriously talking about 
population control, energy control, um, you know, limiting lots of things that we do in our daily lives. And 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 I and I get it because you know some of the things that are really being paid attention to is I think one of them actually said that we would basically need five of our Earths to support the consumption rate that we are now um, bumped up against. And so I guess that makes sense. I guess this planet can only really supply so much for so long before it starts to get out of balance. And and I understand that. And you know and Population control sounds like a really harsh way of looking at things, but you know it happens in the uh, in the farming industries and the in the, the deer ranches and all that as well. And, you know everybody knows that if you if you if the herd outgrows the the um, ability to be to feed them, then it it, it really is detrimental. So eh, I, I I guess I get it, you know, uh, but. Uh, and we all think it's probably not a bad idea in some way, but we don't want to be the ones to be taken away, right? Yeah, I guess it might happen. But in my opinion, regardless, I think in that in that in that case, actually, the World Economic Forum leadership, if you will, is completely non-elected. Those are, I think, they're self-appointed. I don't even know how they're appointed, but we certainly didn't elect them, and they are trying to manage the world if you will. And, you know, I, I also think that most politicians are selected and not elected. But my opinion, like I said, I think if our vote mattered, I doubt they would let us do it. There was one other example I, I forgot to mention. is, is um, So there was, uh, I don't know, years back, I forget who who they were running against, actually. I don't really pay much attention to who who's in office because I feel like it doesn't make any difference. But uh, if you remember the uh, one candidate for president, uh, I think his last name was Herman. Uh, a Anyway, that was the year or the campaign where most people were trying to change the tax system, our IRS tax system. And I think his platform was the 999. I don't know if you guys remember that. I forget exactly what that stood for, but... I watched that man be destroyed from a story of some type of sexual harassment or something from like some, something like 20 years earlier. And I, whether that is true or not, which I, I, I'm thinking it's not, but even if it was true, where's the statute of limitations on that? Why would they do that at that time? Hmm... Anyway, guess what? He ended up dropping out. I never heard anything about the case after that, so I think the whole purpose was to get him to leave. Anyway, so in a lot of ways, though, um, I was I was watching some video the other day, and this this guy mentioned um, that we really don't. We basically live in a prison, and that we are like the free-range chickens, if you will. We're still imprisoned. We just have a little more freedom. We can kind of come and go, and it gives us gives those chickens the illusion that they're free, but they really aren't, right? And so, and, and we all think we have choices, you know, and we do we do have choices in a way. Of course, we you know we can go to the grocery store and buy whatever is 
there. We can choose what type of toothpaste and things like that or whatever, right? However, whatever choices the grocery stores and, and the retailers around the world have for us to decide between really limits our choices. So if, if the powers that be don't want us to consume certain things, they simply won't allow it to be put up for sale, right? And so the other things are, I mean, it's really interesting because, you know, we have to have permission to do a lot of things, guys. For example, if you want to get married to the love of your life, right, whoever that is, you have to file for a license. You have to get permission to legally marry somebody. You also have to have legal permission to divorce somebody. And so, yes, you have choices per se in whom you want to get married, and that that's also limited. You know, you can't marry your, you can't necessarily marry a family member or a cousin uh, and things like that in this country, the United States. Maybe other places, I don't know. I'm not really familiar with that. But um, you also have to have, like, if you're going to go buy a house, you can't just go buy a house. Even if you have cash, the stack of paperwork involved in that and the legal matters that go with that are immense. And even more so if you're borrowing money to buy a house, which most of us have to do. And so in a sense, we have to have permission to buy that house. right? And even if you have a house that's paid off, you still have to pay taxes on the property that it sits on. Otherwise, that home becomes the property of the county or the state or whatever that property is sitting in. So in a way, we still have to have permission to live on land, right? So um, even if you break it down to automobiles or motorcycles or whatever, transportation assets that we have, well, not necessarily assets, but... Um, you get my point. And so legally to operate a vehicle, you're supposed to register it. You're supposed to license it. You're supposed to insure it. You're supposed to have a title, right? And then every couple of years or year, however, whatever state you're in, you still have to pay a registration fee to legally operate it. Now, I'm not saying that you can't operate those things without those, but that's not probably not a good idea, right? <laughs> I'm just thinking. And, and, and the other major one is, is even though we're kind of free to move around where we want, we clearly cannot leave this country to visit another one without a legal passport, right? We have to have a legal document that is run through the federal government or the governments of the world. They all have them. That allows us, quote unquote, allows us to travel between countries. Without that, guess what? You are not leaving your country. Well, not legally anyway, right? But, you know, I in the United States, it seems like it's easier to get away with coming in here without those things for a while anyway. I, don't, I think other countries are much harder than that, but um, that's just a limited amount of... Uh, information I have about other countries but to be honest I think though that we at least the United States when we are born here we get a birth certificate 
we get assigned a number, social security number. And it's almost like we are become an asset for the corporation of the United States. And without social security numbers and birth certificates, it is difficult to find any meaningful work or jobs. Now, yes, you can find jobs without that. But more recently, what I've discovered is, I mean, they, they don't want to even get a license renewal anymore without a birth certificate. You actually have to show up with your birth certificate. I got a social security number. I've been in this country my whole life. You still want me to prove that I was born here and exist here and I'm legal to be? That's crazy, right? So, you know, our illusion of freedom is interesting. And, and, and like I said, and, and we, you know, we're, we have free choice. We have free will. So we could go out there and do all kinds of things. But let me tell you, there are so many laws in this country, state by state, county, nationwide, federal, you name it. There are laws after laws after laws, which squeeze and limit us to stay within certain parameters of our existence. Now, you can go outside of that. However, uh, you will find yourself in a world of trouble and embedded in a very laborious legal system. I'm not suggesting you go do that. Right. And, you know, I'm a rule follower and I'll admit it, you know, and and I I I, I believe that whatever country you live in, you should abide by their laws. That that's just makes common sense. Right. You know, and, and but some of these laws are really, really, really beginning to squeeze even our little perception of freedom, squeezing it down even farther. I mean, let's let's look at a couple of examples. We'll use the big C word. Right. During the pandemic, I mean, we were no choice, right? Locked down. I mean, we had so many businesses that just completely folded up because they closed them. They made them, they made these businesses close down because of a, a virus. And we won't go into that a whole lot on this one, whether that's real or not. However, um, it, it it destroyed many people's ways of life, their businesses, their their families, their whatever it is that they do to uh, make it through this world. And and another example was interesting is uh, I think I talked about it in the last uh, podcast was that they uh, completely shut down air travel the other day for a system problem, um, the noticed airman thing, and and. And although that might be legitimate, um, it almost feels like it was practice for uh, seeing how well people accept that. And 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 I heard a little bit about it across the internet, but people didn't squawk about it as much as they used to. But I mean, how how easy is it to to put to stop us in our tracks? Not hard at all. You know, like in China when they revolted um, over the the extreme. Uh, COVID-19 lockdowns, all the all the Chinese government had to do was turn off their access to everything. And they, they, they have social credit. You know, if their social credit score is bad, they, they can't even access their own homes. I mean, it's crazy, right? At least that's what I've read. I mean, I, don't, I haven't been there. But so there are ways to 
take the free the uh, free range chickens uh, uh, us in this instance and 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 uh, put up some more gates it's not that difficult and so I'm not saying that change cannot be accomplished it's it's a really extreme uphill battle these days right and so but I do but I do encourage you guys to begin to work within yourselves a little bit more because if you if you follow any of these things that I'm talking about and look at the the great lengths that the powers that be are going to to uh, limit us even more every day and and really kind of squeeze the life out of us you know it's becoming apparent at least to me that we're not going to be able to change this you know not without some great and coordinated change by a large part of the population which we spoke about earlier probably not going to happen not not very likely anyway and so really what we can control at least now right is what happens within our own minds our own bodies and we can take charge of our 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 mental health our spiritual health our physical health and so i think that we should really begin to focus in on ourselves a little bit more and our families and those that are closest to us and really invest our time there and i'm not saying don't look at these things external to us because like i said i like to be prepared i'm not suggesting you guys spend a lot of time going down the rabbit hole because it, it could be it's really easy to find yourself in that trap but regardless i think that we need to really concerted effort across this planet this globe whatever this place is we call home and and really begin to search our own selves and become a better person and in this way the more people we have working on themselves and becoming much better humans the better the human population will become so you know fighting the good from within is probably the smartest idea i mean even if you looked at some uh, uh i believe it was gandhi's experiments experiments uh activities he wouldn't wage wars he wouldn't do any of that he would sit down and grab a group of people and they would meditate and, and consciously change things within a region or a country so anyway and 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 science has measured those things and it is it is applicable and uh accurate and so let's let's all group together in a way in the the cosmic uh internet if you will the collective and and really begin to work on ourselves a little bit more and yes pay attention but don't pay attention to fight it or become more of what is actually happening anyway i will leave you with those thoughts and uh i will just finish by saying stay strong and live your life namaste talk to you soon